0: What's up and welcome to the Jeep and Bubba podcast. I'm your host Brad, Jeep and Bubba co Ron. and it's been a while but um, I was at work this afternoon and saw a post from somebody and it kind of got me riled up and it, it ensued in like 20-30 um, minutes to an hour of arguing back and forth online which it's immature on my part. I should just let things go but I'm riding home right now in my truck and I thought let's talk about this subject for like 20 minutes on my ride home because honestly um, I don't know if everyone's thought about it before or or know where I'm coming from or others are coming from or maybe you have but it's maybe my perspective is helpful for you so um, basically we did a ride last Sunday and when I say we, me and Silver Dollar Adventures put together a ride, and our friend Anthony, aka uh, Redbeard on Instagram, helped us out. And there was three of us, three volunteers, and fifty-six people. Well, fifty-six rigs showed up, so it's more than fifty-six people because there's multiple people per rig. So, um, and I should warn you, and I think I did. I'm in the truck right now, so you might hear some, some, some truck noises, but I've got time right now, so so I'm going to keep going. Anyways, so we had 56 folks, and originally our plan was we are going to do Popcorn Road, and we were going to do uh, Charlie's Creek, and then Patterson Gap, which if like five people were doing that trip, it would probably take four to six hours, but we thought maybe we'd have 10 to 20 show up. Because I've done these rides and advertised rides before, normally like the most we'll have is like 30. Um, For whatever reason, I I thought, you know, it's right after Thanksgiving, we probably won't have that many people. Well, lo and behold, there was like 60 people saying they were coming, and then 250, 250 saying they were interested in the event. Which scared me because when we do our Jeep nights, if 250 say they're interested and 30 say they're coming, We'll have 60 or 70 show up. You know, a lot more people show up um, for our Jeep nights that are on interested on the on the fence. They'll actually convert and come. So I was afraid. You know, we're gonna have over 100. So I talked to Lee and um, with Silver Dollar Adventures and I was like, "Dude, let's let's just not do popcorn because some of these folks say they're beginners, and we could spend four hours on the first trail and never make it to our, our destination." So we decided to cut that one out. And I will say this, we had a great, a fantastic day. We didn't lose anybody. Communication was good. Everyone was smiling, having a good time. We got a ton of thank yous and a lot of messages after. And um, it was a great day. And it's one of those days that you go away from feeling like really, really good about. And um, that was until day where I I was talking to Lee from Silver Dollar Adventures, And he's like, did you see that post? And I'm not going to mention the guy's name. I think it's still on the Black Brown trail team if you want to look at it. But he's since deleted his account um, and blocked me from everything. (laughs) So, um, but anyways, he said, um, next time, don't wuss out and do the hard trails. So, um, there's a couple ways for me to take this. And if I had never ever ever talked to this person before like like in the past or had any run-ins at all with them or had like any anything like no history with this person I would be like is he kidding or not kidding like I was I was like hmm this is this is frustrating but but I've actually had problems with this person and so I decided to post back. And, um, I basically said, don't worry about riding with us in the future because, um, you're going to get kicked out of the Black Barrel Road Trail Team, which is my right. I started the Black Barrel Road Trail Team, like, I don't know, six years ago, and there was, like, seven people in it for, like, three years, and... I basically just would be like, hey guys, I'm going to Jeep Beach if anybody wants to ride with. Hey guys, I'm going to Beasley. Hey guys, I'm going to Windrock. And like four people showed up or like two people liked it and commented And with the help of a lot of awesome people, we have grown that to 1,300 people. So it's kind of hard to moderate 1,300 people and they're mostly local to where we are. So they want to come out and ride. So now our group rides have gotten much larger. And I have a business it it's, happens to be in the road, having an off-road shop being in the same realm of off-roading and wheeling so therefore I have kind of a responsibility and a liability for the health and safety of the people that come along with me and so um, I wasn't being a wuss and being afraid of, of doing these trails I was looking out for the the time the people people's time and for their vehicles and potentially uh, it, 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 you know, overall their safety now if you know me and you follow any of my content you've seen me ride some of the hardest trails in, in the United States like I've done the Rubicon I, I, I mean Moab I've done all these places, Windrock like you know, safety for myself is not the thing but here's what's frustrating, and here's what I want to get into I don't want to get into the argument that me and this guy had because it, it went on and on and on but The point I did want to get to, and we can just forget him in general, but we do get a lot of feedback from people about what we could do better on these trail rides. And I'm gonna tell you that's frustrating. And the reason it's frustrating is because even if your your advice is your is, is is critical and it's good and it comes from a good place, um it's kind of like criticizing your parents about your birthday present and here's what i mean when i did that ride it took me communicating with anthony and and lee quite a bit it took me time to create an event page it took me answering dms of a lot of people for for weeks on end being people asking me do you think my jeep can handle this what is the ride how long where do i meet you what time is it all this stuff's already in the event page but i'm answering these things and i'm just getting message after message and and um i've got to respond to those i have the responsibility once i put the event out to be responsible for the event so it takes my time and it takes effort and here's the thing i've rode charlie's creek three times this year i've probably rode it over 30 times or more in my lifetime and I've done Patterson Gap like a dozen times. So I'm not going to ride these trails specifically for my enjoyment. Now I do enjoy being out there but I'll tell you who I do it for. I do it for 19, 20, and 21 year old Brad and let me tell you what I mean by that. When I was uh, in that age frame I had a two-wheel drive Dodge Ram and I wanted to find trails that I could go ride and I will be quite frank with you guys, I was young and inexperienced and uh, immature, and not everywhere that I took that truck was legal. And I know better now, um, and I should have known better then, and I got it stuck, I had to get friends' help, and there was all these things that, that were wrong about the situation and I learned from them. But what I think is great is if i would have had someone like me at that time that would have been amazing like i could have followed them and if i got stuck that could have helped me out maybe and i could have learned and i would realize maybe i should get a four-wheel drive truck or maybe i should get a jeep or i start to learn a trail not only like are we there to help people if they get stuck but we've organized an event where they can come out and feel safe and feel like there's someone knowledgeable there we've we discuss communications um got communication, we communicating with you and we're taking you and showing you a place that you can go back to later. And what's awesome is for me, the other thing I get out of this, these trips is that when I share my passion with people, it feels awesome. Like, I don't know if you like are really into the gym or sports or whatever, but when you bring someone new into your passion, like someone who's like new to a hobby and you're like showing them what's cool about it, like it, it's exciting. And, um, so that's what we're why we're doing it, and I'm always trying to build this community. I'll tell you this: my prior employer to me to me um, starting Black Bear Off Road, they talked to me about how, like in the, their early days of their shop slash uh, uh, fabrication shop or whatever, that they used to do trail rides with their customers, and they say it quickly burned them out, and that blew my mind back then by the way just for the record i've been doing trail rides before i had black bear off-road i do not use these trail rides to promote my business uh sure my vehicle says black bear off-road on it you you might know it's to do with it and it definitely crosses my mind that these that building the community could potentially funnel uh, leads and work to me but i don't Require anything for people to come ride. It's it's free. I don't beat them over the head with my business. Um, I let them learn about it organically. And I don't know if about you guys, but like I grew up going to church. I still go to church. And the best way, the best absolute way to get people to go to church is to not beat them over the head with church, but is to, to be an example and answer questions when they have them. You know, and when people see other people you know, with the black bear stuff on their rig, they might ask questions. Like, oh, what what is that? And oh, and it's Brad. It's the guy that put this ride together. Oh, that's awesome. He's he's a part of the community. He's building something. If that happens, it's awesome. If someone never spends red cent with me, they spend it all at Red Clay Off Road or or whatever adventures uh, and, and 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 who cares? Like that's not it. Like I plan on doing this for the next 30 years, if not more. So i've got i'm gonna play a long-term game but what i'm doing right now is giving back to a hobby that's that's love me and i'm trying to build a community around our hobby our passion and i'm going to tell you it's 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 we're in the heyday of it we're in the easy time of it because they're closing our trails right now it's going to get harder okay they're they're wanting to get rid of our gasoline engines they're wanting to get rid of our, our gasoline it's going to get harder you know what i mean Like, we're going to have to be a good community together and keep these trails open and work together. Like, so when I saw his post and he called me a wuss and I'm doing all this stuff for free. um, I've got my wife and my kids with me and they've come with their their husband and their dad. And we're, we're sharing all this with 56 other rigs, which is like over 100 people. And we're having a good and successful day. We're doing it for the right and good reasons. And other people like Lee and and Anthony have taken the time out of their day to be there. When <clears throat> in all reality, I've got a text group full of off road buddies that I can hit up and we can go ride whatever trails I want. In fact, like I've wheeled Big Bend National Park by myself. I've wheeled a Moab by myself. Um, I'm not afraid to go wheeling by myself. Like, that's... That's that's not an issue for me. So I can go and do these things. And there's times where I really enjoy going and riding by myself. Like, me and my wife and kids went to the Georgia Adventure Trail last year. Beginning of this year. Kind of in the beginning of this year. And we went by ourselves. And it was fun. We had a great time. But, like, it's also fun to share with people. It's also good to, like, get out and talk to folks. And, um... As you guys if you watch my youtube like i've gone through some mental health issues and I, the hardest i've ever had in my life um i didn't i thought i knew what mental health issues were until like three months ago and um they're serious and maybe that's what this guy's got going on and i'm not gonna judge him for that but i know that like there's there's a part of me that wants to pull away and that's my point i was making about my prior employer they got burnt out they got burnt out on doing customer rides and, and they've got, I mean, honestly, if you know they are, they've gotten burnt out on people and customers in general and they've pulled out of doing shows and stuff like that. And I don't blame them because honestly, all the DMs, all the messages, all of the work you put in, like it's awesome, but you, it's so hard to not hear the three negative voices after the 30 positive voices who told you, like, thank you for today. That was awesome. We appreciate it. There was like few negative, well, this is what you should have done better. And that happens after. But it's like, again, like I said, it's like telling your parents, like, well, mom and dad, I I, I love the new big screen TV, but I really wanted a Samsung. It's like, what? We're so entitled and spoiled. Like, if you guys think you can do better and want to do better, absolutely do your own rides, and I'll show up and ride along with them. I'll volunteer to help you with your rides. I'll learn from you, and I'll tell you what I haven't always done the best job at rides, and I'm not saying I do the best job at rides. But I've learned, and I've I've literally been the one to stand up these events along with my buddies, go and go. Hey, I'll take these people out. I'm not afraid of it. Like I'm the one who's actually standing up and doing it, and you're criticizing that. I, there's this there's this awesome awesome quote, and I'm just gonna reference it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna know it word for word but it's but it's from uh, Roosevelt and he goes um it's easy to criticize the man in the arena but the victory is to the man in the arena who is sweating and, and covered in blood and is attempting to do something the victory is not to the critic and I guess that's my point you can critique me and tell me what to do and I'll try to take your feedback and learn from it and grow from it. And I'll be honest with you, if I do something wrong, I probably noticed it and it's probably bothering me three times worse than what you realize because I'm always trying to please people. I'm, I'm at every event. I'm like, Oh, I haven't said hello to this person yet. I'm aware that, that I'm talking to my five buddies that I know the best and I need to get out a little bit and talk to those folks and and I'm running through my head like who is that that just pulled up and who is this and I need to go to the bathroom I need to grab a snack what time is it right now I need to be filming right now I need to be making content for for YouTube but I need to be I need to also be doing a um um uh, a driver's meeting right now and um oh what was that sweetie That my little daughter needed this or that and it's like all this stuff that I'm responsible for and that's all that weight on my shoulders and then to get critiqued after I, it's frustrating. So to see his comment, and after he's been negative in my in my group, um, yeah, he he actually said, "I don't know why I'm being singled out and and, and whatever." Well, it's kind of built up to this point for him in our relationship, but it's also it's it's I don't want to be negative every time. I you know like sometimes if I get offended or if I'm upset about whatever or if I Every little comment, I'm not going to be blowing up and, and upset. So this was a very, like, specific situation. But I thought maybe we could talk about it. Maybe I could tell you guys where I'm coming from. And I can't speak for everyone, but I've seen a lot of people get burned out. People who have, that have, let me put it this way. So in, I've lived in Georgia now, well, my whole life. But I moved to Michigan for two years, and I moved back to Georgia where I grew up six years ago just a little short of six years ago okay and I had started. I'd started black bear about a year before that um, just as an online business okay and the people I have seen come in and out of Jeeps in those six years since I moved back has been a, a massive number there are people that I rode with six years ago that no longer even own Jeeps there's so many people I've seen come and go. And um, what's cool is the first ride I did when I got back was with Russ and Wooly, and they both still have jeeps and they both still ride. Unfortunately, that trail is actually closed, which is sad. Which was Chimney Mountain Road, but but those those two guys still ride with me, which is awesome. It was the first time I rode with Russ, and that was when I just moved back to Georgia, and uh, that was cool. But I've had a lot of close friends to me buy jeeps and be in in, in it and then quit, and that that in itself bothers me because. I wouldn't say my whole personality hinges around Jeeps and off-roading, but a large portion of my time does. And I'm very aware of it. Um, Let me be crucial with myself and be be open to you guys here. I think about how God created me and the Bible says that God's a jealous God. And I think about how much of my life I spend building Jeeps, driving Jeeps, making content around Jeeps or, or vehicles, whatever. And sure, I pray and I go to church and whatever, but I spend that is such the center of my life. And I'm, I'm aware of it because I realize it's a lot of what and who I am. But it's not, it, it is not me, right? Um, and let me tell you what that means uh, I'm a father and a husband, first and foremost. And, and I'm a Christian. And those, the most important thing to me in my life is my relationship with God and my relationship with my family and those two things have to be in order first before I can do anything else and then I've my relationship with myself okay I've got to have that in order I've got to mentally be right I've got to make sure my health is good and then I can go to work okay and then I'm responsible to my employees and my customers and then I can move on and I can I can do trail rides and so all that stuff has to be good and in order but but so much of what I do is surrounded by Jeeps. And people don't realize it, but I'll go and hang out with people. And they just want to talk to me about Jeeps. And it's kind of like talking to, um, you know, like... Like, would you talk to a hairdresser about hair? Like, like you know it's our common ground, so that's that makes sense what we're comfortable talking about. And I don't mind it, because I love them, but it's like we can talk about the weather or sports or whatever. Like I have other things going on in my life. Like, and I like camping and hunting and fishing and, um, I'm into sports. I follow football. Like, but like, and we can still talk about Jeeps and I still probably will want it. but like, it is not 100% of my being. And I have had to take time and separate those at times. And there are times where I have to take a step back and it's really sometimes I worry about my mental health because if a trip doesn't go good for me or if my vehicle's broken I'm really down for a while it really hits me hard like I don't know if you remember like losing a little league game but that's what it's like for me if my jeep breaks like if you lose a little league baseball game or a basketball game or a football game like that whole ride home you're just like torn like that's what it's like for me. If my Jeep's down, or like, or something didn't go good on the trail, and like, it takes me a little bit of time to recover from that. Like, the Rubicon Trail this year really shook me. Like, like we had a good experience, but we also had some really bad experiences. And like, it, I everything worked out in the end. But like, it really, I have to separate. It's like church and state. Like, we have to separate our personalities and our vehicles and, and, and there's a fine line of being passionate about something and, uh, and it taking you over your whole life. But, with that being said, when I have friends close to me step away from Jeeps, it's kind of hard. It kind of hurts me personally because it's like, well, now I'm not going to see you as much, man. And I know it's not me. I know for whatever reason, like, you're not passionate about it anymore or it's it, it's gotten too financially expensive or you're spending too much time focusing on it and you want to focus your time elsewhere and um i get it because like i'm not into video games from the perspective of i don't have time to spend on video games but like i like playing them but like if i'm going to be the best business owner and and the best and then I also want to go off-roading on the weekends like I just can't play video games like and also be a dad and a husband like I just don't have time for that and um like same thing with hunting like the last two years I haven't really hunted I might have gone out like once or twice and I wanna hunt but like how am I gonna take you guys out on the trail ride? Like I have to skip that stuff and I have to decide like I've gotten to the point where it's like I only want a certain amount of core friends because I've only got the capacity to be a good friend to that many people. I only want to spend X amount of time with certain family members because I only have so much time. And if someone asks me for help, I'm like, yes, yes, I'm so glad I can help you, you know, this family member or this friend or whatever, like, we'll get to bond over this little minute of us working together to help whatever history is but like for the most part i just don't go out of my way um to spend time with other people because i'm so hyper focused on building a business and a brand and working alongside like-minded people to create new stuff like that's why i'm tight with jonathan woolley because like he's trying to create and do something with his business as i am with mine and we're we're working in parallel and and what we do helps one another and um the same thing with these trail rides, like that's why I want Silver Dollar and Lee and Anthony out there because they're working in parallel, you know, to, to build up the community and, and do their thing. And like Lee has done a great job at leading all these rides where he doesn't have to. It's totally out of his pocket, it's out of his time, it's not it's not he has nothing invested in other than his own enjoyment and seeing you enjoy it. And so with all of this being said, does it make sense that we get frustrated? by people being rude or critical um and absolutely everything I just spoke about has ego tied into it right and it's so hard to not get our egos involved in it and our pride because we have when you pour your time and effort into something and then someone chips away your ego goes like "No, no 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 you can't talk bad about this you don't know how much good I'm doing how much how much work I'm putting in? How many people I've talked to to lead up to this point? How many times I've checked the weather? Uh, how many times I've prayed about this? You know, I, I've how much I've worried over this? Sleep I've lost? How much I've prepared? Like, I've got all my recovery gear in order and all my tools in order, and I didn't need them, but but maybe I would have. And 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 you want to tear this down? I'll say it again. The victory does not go to the critic, but the man sweating and blood covered in the arena. In this world, it's very, very easy to be a critic. And it's very, very difficult to be a leader and a doer and a helper and to be kind. And that's what I'm going to do. And I won't put up with negativity uh, around me. And I don't have to here's the cool part we can build a awesome community together and all you gotta do is jump on the Blackbird Road Trail team and on Facebook and if you're not on Facebook don't worry about it but pay attention because when we go out and do our rides it's nothing but good times and positivity we clean trails we um, we, we do rides and honestly you don't have to do it with us do it do it at your home. Do it in your arena. Do it in your work, in your job, wherever it is. You know, be a team player, be a leader, be kind, be uh, conscious of when you're critical because I'm critical too. And I, I go to events and I'm like, this could have been better, that could have been better. But um, I also look at the efforts that were put into it. And I've had people complain about truck cleanups and I've had people complain about um, events that we've gone to. And it's it's just like, we're human, and nothing's going to be perfect. But we're doing the best that we can, and it's okay, you know, to be a little bit critical. But but think about it first, you know, and do, see if you've done what you can do to be helpful in the situation. And it's hard. It's hard to 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 look inward, and uh, but it's good. It's good to look inward. I'll leave you guys with that. I hope you have a fantastic adventure in your future and maybe we can be a small part of that um hit me up if you need me uh info at blackbearoffroad.com, uh instagram and facebook jeep and bubba or um Off Road. and um hope your year's been great i'm gonna try to keep the podcast coming when i can um love you guys hope you're doing good eat your prunes we'll be seeing you